I think particularly as someone who has been successful, it's hard to admit to myself. It was hard for me to say I couldn't do it by myself. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that is unapologetically you and then go get it. If you feel like you were meant for more and you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. We get questions every day from listeners, readers, and clients all over the world. Questions like, how do I change my resume to showcase my skills so that I can convince employers to hire me? Or how can I make a career change when I've been in the same industry for over 10 years? Or do I need to go back to school to get an advanced degree? Okay. If you want to do work that fits you instead of just finding any job out there, these are not the most important areas to focus on. More importantly, Skills, resumes, and degrees are not the biggest obstacles holding you back from finding your ideal career. So what does actually matter when it comes to finding meaningful work that fits you? We've taken this same question to people that have already found work that is meaningful and leverages their strengths. And we've asked those, many hundreds of people in fact, the question, what advice would you give to people who are ready to make a career change? If you've already read the Happen to Your Career book, then you already know that we've used a lot of the data that we found inside that book. But for this particular episode, we've chosen six specific pieces of advice, mostly from clients of ours, and they share what it really takes to make a big career change. But here's what's really interesting about their advice. The obstacles that they mention are never the questions that people send us. We all put the pressure on ourselves. I think in a lot of situations, there's not other people putting the pressure on us. That's Louise McNee, by the way. She made a move to a completely different industry, in this case, broadcasting, that she had never worked in before and moved to a role that she absolutely loves. You have to take the pressure off yourself. And you have to think about not just the role, but the people. You've got to think about everything. Because I remember when I did the, what does your ideal day look like? I felt like I was being a bit spoiled by saying certain things. <laughs> I want to mm. be able to wake up whatever time in the morning I want to wake up. And I want to be able to have a cup of tea in bed <laughs> before I go to work and really get down into those details because I find that it's not those details as such. It's not going to make you figure out what's going on, but yeah. you find a pattern in what you actually really need in your day to get through the day in the most positive, fulfilled way. So, yeah, I would say take the pressure off, really get down into the detail. And one of the things for me was kind of realizing that potentially, which is so different from where I was, when I've made, I come from making career everything. Yes. yes. Um, I've now realized that for me, career can't be everything. Louise's experience is interesting because it's not that different from what many of us experience. We're adding pressure to ourselves that doesn't even need to be there. It's making it harder for us to make a real change in our lives. And then on top of that, many of us feel indulgent, or she called it spoiled, if we really proclaim what we actually want. Now, the thing that we've learned is if you never acknowledge what you really want and you never ask for what you want, then you never actually get to what you want. Rebecca Maddox had a really similar experience. I say you owe it to yourself just to 
give it some time. Give it, see what you think. By the way, Rebecca was a burnt out attorney who was also tired of life and the whole game that was being played in Washington, D.C. And she made a, a pretty huge change to a completely different organization across the country that truly met her needs. Go look into like, see what your options are. Reach out to someone, talk to friends, say, hey, he does this sort of thing. I think it's interesting. And maybe meet up for coffee because a five-minute conversation or even 15-minute conversation saying, hi, I think what you do is amazing. I'm really curious what it means to be to your job. I would say it's worth it. It's no pressure. And if it works out, that's how most people find their jobs anyways. And if you're in that moment and thinking, geez, I'm so entrenched in where I am, like moving to a different opportunity is <laughs> kind of a joke. I would say maybe you're right. There's a good chance that you're probably wrong unless you're in an extremely niche field because skills are transferable. And if you're in that moment where you're realizing this is something that's really hitting me hard and hitting, like impacting those around me, right? Like it's when it goes beyond just you and it starts impacting those around you. Like you may be having that impact on those around you and realize that <laughs> if there are those people in your life who say you get your job and you stick to it and that's the one thing that you do, that's not the world we live in. It's more a game of rather than like plant your roots and see how deep they go, it feels a little bit more like a game of shoots and ladders. So it's just a matter <laughs> of where you, I love that. where you shift. And ultimately, like if people are telling you, you've got the dream, but it's something doesn't feel right. That's fine. That's fine. Trust that. And if people are angry, they'll come around. Especially if you're like, you know, that is wrong. You're going to make yourself happy. It's going to make everyone else happy. At least look into it. There's a particularly funny thing about the way meaningful careers work. What's the dream, I'm using air quotes, for one person is the next person's nightmare and just staying in your job or role because it seems like a good job won't actually make that feeling go away. Maybe you've already had that realization though and you decide you're going to make a change, whether it's a new career for you or maybe it's even starting your own thing. How do you decide where to spend your time and what's going to be valuable for your time? The more that you can double down on your health and your wellness, the better. That will go back to effectiveness and efficiency of how you run your business and also just the decisions that you make. That's Matt Toy. In, in his case, he was starting his own thing. It was a yoga studio specifically for men, but he found that he was faced with the same thing that everybody does when they're making a big change like this. We all only have 24 hours in a day. So how you use that time becomes even more important when you're already busy and now you're adding even more by trying to make a career change or start something new on top of it all. So what I loved about your course was the whole a master schedule. Yeah. So really looking down and saying, what's my schedule look like on a day-to-day, -day, weekly, monthly, maybe even yearly basis and really figuring out, okay, where am I losing time or where am I not being effective? Or where am I just sitting by myself thinking, thinking and analyzing and judging and blah, blah, blah. So that was really helpful to look at it and be like, okay, cool. When I am going to be taking action and growing a business, am I still going to go to the gym? Am I still going to practice yoga? Am I still going to eat well? You know, you allocate time to all the things that keep the machine going, that keep gas in the tank, essentially. Because 
the downfall or the pitfall that I've seen, especially for younger people, 20s, 30s, is that they get all hyped up, they get an idea and they go full-fledged, right? Whether or not it's the right idea, doesn't matter. But they go full-fledged, burn themselves out, just not losing those core principles while you build a business. Because it's going to be challenging when you build a business. There's going to be lots of unknowns, right? And that puts you in, in a lot of times an emotional state that's like, ah, a little bit frantic. Something else that Matt mentioned is one thing that we see that's difficult for nearly everyone. For some reason, most of us think that we can do this thing all by ourselves. But honestly, these types of changes really rarely happen without the support of other people in this world. Yeah, I think, you know, it took me a few months to look for outside help. And that was the thing that I needed. Okay, you might remember Laura Morrison. She was back on episode 213 of the podcast. She was working in sustainability. She had a great job, but she'd pretty much topped out on growth with the organization. And she had an 18-month-old baby and knew that she needed to make a change. But she was getting pretty stuck. I think particularly as someone who has been successful, it's hard to admit to myself. It was hard for me to say I couldn't do it by myself. I'm a smart person. I should be able to figure this out. But as soon as I had my first career coaching experience, it completely turned around my approach to finding a new job. And it completely gave me the power back and the tools that I needed to do it. So I think, you know, if you know exactly what you want to do, well, you're probably not listening to this podcast. But if you don't, (laughs) just know that there, there are a lot of tools and resources and people out there who can help you. And for me, that made all the difference. Be kind to yourself, be patient to yourself, and that things do always work out. That's Michelle Beles. Her journey took over a year to make her career change. But here's the thing. If she would have rushed it, though, she might not have found the role that she's in now or even started a side business in photography along the way. Keep on having conversations. Don't have conversations because you're looking for another job. Have conversations with people who are doing things that are interesting because you're interested in it. And that's going to open a whole world to you that you don't know about because you're not having conversations. And I want to say that I'm a very introverted person. When I walk into a party, I'm not the center of it and never was. But I can have these conversations now and I am still connecting. And I'm even now where I'm very happy with my current position and I'm not looking to do anything necessarily in terms of leaving or anything of that nature. I'm still having conversations. I'm having conversations with other people at universities. I'm having conversations with people outside of my department, learning about interesting things because I don't know what circumstance is going to change, which is going to spark another move or another desire for career change. And I think that's really important. The important part of having conversations is about that it enlightens you about the possibilities. And when you hear about somebody who's doing something that is so fantastically interesting to you, it's very inspiring. It keeps me going. It it keeps me growing as a professional. Michelle kept doing the really hard things. And in her case, this meant having conversations and building relationships with others, even though this was incredibly difficult for her at first. But she later learned that she actually enjoyed this. 
But there were many times where she had to do those things that she didn't want to do to get where she wanted to go. Now, Dave Stachowiak has found the exact same thing. I said, you know what? I'm not sure how this is all going to work long term. Yes, I'm struggling this week or this month with putting my time and effort into this. Into this. But I said I was going to do this. And so I'm going to keep doing it. And I, I love the quote from... I forget which NBA player it was from. One of the NBA players said, being a professional is about doing the things you love to do on the days you don't feel like doing it. Mm. And that to me resonates because that's been my whole career. There's been days I've shown up for everything that I don't want to do what I need to do that day or what I've committed to do to someone that day or to my clients or to my organization. And so while it was frustrating at times, that also was not something that was that I hadn't navigated before. And I said, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep doing this and just see what happens. And it's also helpful. And this is where what your listeners here are doing, Scott, is, is listening to other perspectives and listening to other people out there and, and, and listening to people say things like anything that is meaningful in the world, it's going to take time. It's not going to be an overnight success and, and nor should it be. In fact, today, that's, that's just part of the journey. And it's, it's I very much adapted and grown into Okay, this episode was chock full of advice from people that have been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and includes many factors that you might not have thought would be incredibly important. The type of unconventional advice that you heard is what I've included in our book. And in, in fact, it's what led me to write the book, Happen to Your Career, An Unconventional Approach to Career Change and Meaningful Work, which you can find on Amazon or any other major book reseller, or you can get the audiobook on Audible. And if you love this episode, then I would encourage you to do that. It will give you even more information on all the things that you didn't know that you didn't know that are going to be critical for your career change so that you can kickstart your journey. And if you haven't already, click subscribe on your podcast player so that you can download this podcast in your sleep and you get it automatically. Even the bonus episodes every single week, sometimes multiple times a week. Until next week, adios. I'm out.